الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم One of the characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that of forbearance One of the very unique qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that of forbearance is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very patient and very tolerant of His creation. Allah ta'ala, He's very patient, He's very tolerant of His creation. And if you were to look into your own life and look at the various relationships that you have with other people, it's rare that you will be patient and tolerant toward them. For instance, if you're married, and you know one day you just give it to your spouse you scream and you yell and you call them names and you say why are you always like this how come you know you've never you never change you know you're like this your parents are like this your family is like this and you just really just give it to them really give it to them your husband to his wife or wife to her husband and after you give it, you begin to feel bad about it. If you were to wait, you know, think about it for five or six or seven days, and then go back to your spouse and say, "Look, hey, I was, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I, I just let, I shouldn't have let go." The response that's going to come back is going to be, "You're coming to me now. It took you six days. It took you a week to come back and apologize. What were you doing the last three or four or five days? What were you doing, you know, an hour after you you acted this way to me?" What was now? You're gonna come forget it. I'm not. I have. I have no interest in listening to you and giving you the attention. It took you this long. It took you this long to realize that you made a mistake. Forget it. That would be the natural response. For instance, if and this happens oftentimes that we let's say we mistreat our parents, right? We disobey them. They ask us to do something. We don't do something or whatever. Let's say we get into an argument with our parents and we. You know, when we raise our voice, we shouldn't have raised our voice. We scream, we yell, sometimes we call them names. And if we were to, uh, you know, disappear for a few days and then come back and then say sorry, then the response of the parent is going to be, and especially if we spent those couple of days hanging out with our friends and spent those couple of days, you know, just going about our business and then come back a couple of days later and then say, oh, you know what, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said it. The parent's going to say, what do you mean? You, you know, you should have come back to me two days ago. Why are you coming back to me now? What's wrong with you? You think that you could just do whatever you want, disappear for a few days, come back, and then apologize, and I'm going to just welcome you back with open arms? No. Your parents are going to be very upset with you. Their expectation is that the moment you mistreated them, that soon after that mistreatment, that you were, or that, that the, the, um, uh, the mistreatment, or if you disobeyed them, soon after that had occurred, you're going to come back and immediately apologize. You know, five minutes later, ten minutes later, you're going to say, listen, I'm really sorry. I didn't, you know, I shouldn't have done it. I got carried away. The shaitan was messing with me. 
I was uh, I shouldn't have said what I said. I'm really sorry. It should have been that five or ten minutes later you came back and said that's the expectation of the parent. It isn't that you can go and mind your own business for days at a time and weeks at a time and then come back and then apologize. They're gonna say where have you been? This is commonly in society, right? There's let's say that you know a a, a father uh, of a child for father uh, of of a household. You know, one day runs away, you know, from the family or, or says something and they disappear from the family. And years later, they come back. Years later, let's say 20, 30 years, they've disappeared completely. They've abandoned their kids. They've abandoned their wife. They disappear. They mind their own business. And 20 years later, they decide to come back and enter into that person's life. The response of the wife is going to be what? It's going to be, where have you been? The, where have you been the last 20 years? You can't just come back now. Think, pretend as if nothing happened. Where have you been? You know, the children are going to say the same thing. They're going to say, where were you? You missed my, you know, you missed my high school graduation. You missed my, you know, commencement. You missed my, you know, my, my 19th birthday. You missed my 8th birthday. Where have you been? You can't just come back and pretend as if nothing's ever happened. How could you just come back into my life? That's going to be the initial response. It's not going to be, you know, welcome, you know, welcome back. You know, let's just pretend nothing ever happened. That might happen later, but it's, that's certainly not going to be the initial response. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very different. He's forbearant. He, he has forbearance. He's very tolerant and very patient with his creation. And one of the best examples of this is when the servant decides to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many people have, in the last you know, few weeks, several weeks, have come back from the hajj. And if you look at the Hajj, it's a collection of people of many different ages that finally make the decision that they need to return or they need to go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make amends with Him. There are people that go for Hajj, they're 50 years old. They have turned away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 49 years of their life. And now they suddenly make a decision and on their own time, you know, at their own convenience, to go to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person, there, there are people that go for hajj that are 90 years old. Never been to hajj in their life. 90 years old. They've lived 89 years, 90 years of their life. And then they make the decision that they need to present to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's house to make amends with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Knowing full well that they can possibly leave this world in the next year or two. They're already 90. And what's the response of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're here. You're forgiven. You just go around the Kaaba a few times, walk between these mountains a few times, stay in, in this plane, uh, in, in these tents for you know, 24 hours, and then just go and, and rest in this plane for you know, five or six hours of Arafah. Welcome, welcome home. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. What, what the natural response would be, meaning if it was us that was sort of in charge of this, what would we do? You know, somebody comes after 30 years of their life, let's say they're 30 years old, and hajj was required upon them from the age of 12. Our response would be, wouldn't, the initial response wouldn't be, you know, I'm, I'm so happy you're here, you know, welcome back, open arms, you know, uh, nothing ever happened. Uh, uh, that wouldn't be our response. Our response would be, what were you doing for the last 18 years? You should have come when you were 13, when you were 14, when you were 15, when you were 16. And it wasn't that you were engaged in, in worship or, or thinking about me for those 18 years. 
You know, it wasn't that you were engaged in, in worshiping me for those 18 years. You were minding your own business. You were sinning. You were transgressing against me. You were neglecting, you know, my word, my speech, the Quran. You, you were neglecting the messenger that I had sent. Now you think you could just show up and, and pretend as if nothing's ever happened? No way. We're going to have, we're gonna, this is going to take more than a few hours sitting in, in a plane of Arafah and, and just wiping away your entire history. There's no way. That would be, if we were in charge, that's what our response would be. That's our response. You know, give me some time. Not now. You know, you, you've come here good. Go back home. You know, go back to your localities and let me think about this for, you know, for, for, for maybe a few years. Let me think about this for a few months. Let me just at least think about, let me think about what happened, where you've been. Give me some time to, to sort of think about this. I can't just give it away like that. But look at, look at the circumstance Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. That if a person actually leaves Hajj, and in their mind, they've thought that they weren't forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're committing a sin. If a person leaves Hajj, and in their mind, they think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't forgiven, meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't even wait for an instant to wipe away that person's sins. Irrespective of their circumstance. There are people that are 90 years old, 80 years old, 70 years old, 50 years old, 20 years old, you know, 15 years old. People that have spent years and years and years Heedless of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, heedless of Allah ta'ala's rights upon us, completely heedless of the Quran, completely heedless of the masjid, completely heedless of, of giving charity. And, and then they just show up on the doorstep of Allah ta'ala, you know, at their own convenience, you know, when, when their work gives them vacation, or, you know, when they have, you know, time off for the summer holidays. They show up at their convenience to Allah ta'ala's doorstep, and Allah ta'ala forgives every single person that comes to his home. Is that not forbearance? Isn't that Allah Ta'ala? Isn't that, isn't that tolerance to the maximal degree? Can anything even compare? It doesn't compare. Right? And this circumstance doesn't just exist at Hajj. Although Hajj is what highlights the forbearance of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. This, this, this circumstance exists really at any point in our life. Right? Allah Ta'ala, out of His generosity and out of His... Uh, forbearance toward his creation he's left the door open at any given time for us right at any given time there are people who who, who genuinely 75 years old who have completely neglected Allah Ta'ala their entire life there are people who spent 75 years of their life associating partners with Allah 75 years associating partners with Allah Ta'ala and death is written for them in their 76th year and in their 75th year, they decide to take the kalima, la ilaha illallah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wipes away their entire life, accepts them, they pass away, and, and, and they pass away as a Muslim. Isn't that incredible? There are people who are, you know, 65 years old, who completely, they believe in Allah, but they've been completely heedless of Allah. You know, just never turn their attention toward Allah whatsoever. Completely heedless of Allah. Completely heedless of the message the Prophet ﷺ brought. But yet, they, they believed in Allah. And then they decide one day that they, they that they should have lived a better life and they turn back to Allah Ta'ala with a sincere tawbah. Then what happens? What happens? They turn to Allah with a sincere tawbah and then 65 years of their life just wiped away. Don't worry about it. Nothing ever happened. Welcome. Welcome back. Allah Ta'ala's door is always open. The door doesn't shut. And, and there's no, you know, there's, there isn't a, let's, let's think about this. There isn't a waiting period. There isn't a waiting period. It isn't a possibility that I can 
attain Allah Ta'ala's qurb and proximity and His love. Right? It isn't that I can, for 30 years, let's say I was disobedient to Allah, then it would only make sense that when I decide to turn back to Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala would say, give me 30 years of time and let's see. You know, let's see how you act for the next 30 years. Let me see, pr prove that you actually mean, you know, mean it when, you, when you're turning back to me. It doesn't work that way. Why? Welcome, welcome. You know, wide open, arms are wide open. Just welcome, welcome back. I'm so happy you came back. I'm so happy you came back. Don't don't worry about don't worry about the past. You you already you already did toba. Just don't worry. You've already sought my forgiveness. Just just don't worry about it. Welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you turned back to me. It's incredible. You won't find any individual that will treat you like this in this world. I don't care who you uh, how highly you think of a person in this world. You'll never find anyone that will be this tolerant of you. Uh, in this world, period. There will always be some grudge. There will all be, always be some memory of something from the past. But and uh, there will always be some period of healing, right? Where, where if, if if you disappear for twenty years, and you show up, you know, at the at the doorstep of your wife and say, "Listen, I'm sorry, I I, I went away." It's a po there's a possibility she'll she'll take you back in. There's a possibility, but there's going to be a period of healing. It might take several months, it might take several years, but. There will certainly be some time, and that's if that's that's if she even decides to bring you back in. But Allah Taala, there's no period of healing. Not, not, not only is there no period of healing, Allah Taala doesn't even need healing. But there's no waiting period whatsoever. You decide one day, one night, at any given point that Ya Allah, I'm sorry. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is thrilled to bring you back. Allah Taala is thrilled to bring you back. There's countless examples of this in the Deen. You know, there's countless examples in the deen. The people that transgressed against the Prophet wasallam, Allah Ta'ala was tolerant with them. You know, when the Prophet was given the nubuwa at the age of 40, how much were, was he, how, how much torture did he and the companions around him receive for the first 13 years? I mean, just in the most despicable ways they were tortured. And Allah Ta'ala could have uh, and and the, this is the beloved of Allah, the Prophet and the companions around him are like stars, are guiding, you know, they're guiding stars. These are people that Allah Ta'ala testifies that he's pleased with them. Allah Ta'ala could have said, you know what, you guys, you've messed with them, that's it, I'm going to wipe you off the face of this earth, and, and allow the Sahaba and the Prophet to continue doing what they're doing. And he even gave them a chance. For 13 years, and in those 13 years were very difficult times. There was a, a very challenging boycott that the Prophet and his family and the companions had to face for three years. I mean, three years they were they were put away into a valley that was put away into a valley that was uh, and uh, uh, in, in which nobody would trade with them, nobody would marry them. They were completely isolated for three years. Remarkable. Allah Taala could have wiped away the kuffar at that time and said, "You know what? You've messed with them enough. You're done." But Allah Ta'ala was very tolerant. He said, give it a chance. In that year, there was one very challenging year. In that year, there was the year of huzn, the year of sadness for the Prophet ﷺ, in which he had lost his uncle, Abu Talib, who was his support. He lost his wife, Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha. Uh, just such a difficult day for the, uh, the year for the Prophet ﷺ. And this was, you know, a lot of it was at the hands of the people that were, that were mistreating him. But Allah Ta'ala still gave these people a chance. 
For 13 years, 13 years they were left alone and given a chance to turn back to Allah Ta'ala. And many of them did. You know, many of them who had uh, attacked the Prophet wasallam because Allah Ta'ala was forbearant with them. They turned back and they, to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, they accepted this deen and then they became under the umbrella of the Prophet wasallam. You know, look at the look at Ta'if for instance. I mean, what an example, right? That the an entire community pelted the most beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. The most beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. And yet they were given the opportunity to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from their progeny, people turned back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There should have been that you messed with you know, it's one thing to to just, you know, to 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 mistreat, you know, Muslims. It's another thing to mistreat the most beloved and the leader of the Muslims, which is the Prophet Sallallahu And they they had physically punished him to the point where he was removed and then emotionally and psychologically punished him because his heart was so devoted to Allah and, and, and it wasn't it was no crime on his own or no crime on the part of him or his people or his community. It was just that that imagine the emotional and psychological trauma the Prophet faced and then he was removed uh, from that community. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still gave them a chance. Still gave them a chance. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gives everyone a chance. And when that person decides to turn back to him, it isn't a difficult process. It's but a moment, you know, but but a quick trip to the house of Allah ta'ala, you know. But a quick trip to the masjids, you know, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is placed upon the earth. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. We should be mesmerized by Allah Ta'ala's forbearance. You know, it should amaze us that no one would ever consider treating me this way for the wrong that I've, you know, done to them. No one would ever welcome me back for what I've done. But and in particular nobody would ever be happy that I came back. No one would ever be thinking about me if I disappeared from my parents for you know, 15 or 20 years, there'd be a time where they would maybe stop thinking about me. Certainly if I disappeared from the life of my children or if I disappeared from some other relationship. But Allah Ta'ala is constantly hopeful that that servant is going to come back to him. Meaning some degree of Allah Ta'ala's attention is constantly upon us even when we're distant from him. And when we come back to him, no questions asked, open arms. This is Allah Ta'ala's forbearance. He gives everyone a chance. Even people that had attacked the Prophet and given his beloved a difficult time, he's given them a chance. Everyone's given a chance to turn back to Allah Ta'ala. This should amaze us. And we should we should constantly be thankful that Allah Ta'ala never actually shuts the door on us. We should be we should always be thankful, even if the door is open and we feel extremely connected to Allah Ta'ala it is at those times where we should be thankful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always leave that door open for us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to recognize His characteristics. May Allah ta'ala forgive us for all of the mistakes that we've made in the past and Allah allow us to draw closer to Him. And may Allah ta'ala allow us to be patient toward the people around us so that He may be patient with us both in this world and in the hereafter. Wa akhra da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.